This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm John Ryan, and this is Pot Roast. This week, true crime in the home counties and how you get a data monitor into the inside of a cow. Something that sounds like an end of part one break bumper from 70s ITV drama Crown Court sparks up, all doom-laden strings for five minutes. Then a bad edit and a cut to a young bloke saying hello and welcome to another episode of the Thames Valley Court and Crime podcast. Edit another bloke with less background noise who promises another jam-packed episode with court and crime news across Berkshire, Oxfordshire and Buckinghamshire. Edit. Yet another bloke. That's right. This week we'll be discussing a strange trial in Bucks involving a woman who accused two library workers of being lesbian lovers, a story about a sleepy knife man who missed his bus stop in Oxfordshire, and updates on three murder trials in Berkshire. So, these guys all sound the same. 20-something, Southern, like their reading. One of them is back to remind us we can read more on all these stories in the slightly sad collection of local newspapers that publish them. That's my description, not his. Guy One then says, just a reminder of who we are. Allow us to introduce ourselves once again. Boys, you've not told me yet. So it's not once again, and it's clearly not a reminder. The only way I can currently tell you apart is the proximity to your microphone. Two of you are way off, meaning there's distracting coloration. That hissy echo on two of the contributors. Anyway, they're Tom from the Oxford Mail, Ollie from the Berkshire Titles, and George from the Bucks Free Press. Another jingle, if you can call it that. This one sounds like something off a Pentangle album. And we're straight into an interview about a stalking trial with a bizarre story of a woman issued with restraining orders after accusing two straight married-to-men librarians of having a lesbian affair. He describes the defendant as rambling and going off-topic, which is a little like the pot reporting on the kettle. Pentangle again. We now move on to the next part of the podcast, where we touch upon some of the lighter stories we've been working on recently. Ollie talks about Reading's Icelandic goalkeeper being caught speeding in Exeter. Eh, lighter, maybe, unless you're a Devon pedestrian. Where was he caught speeding? asked one of the interchangeable boys, clearly not listening, despite having just been told. He was driving a 2019 Mercedes C200 in a 30 zone. The cars cost around £20,000, says Ollie, apropos of nothing. He's a young lad, he's only 20, hopefully he can put this behind him and move on to bigger and better things for Reading in the future. I'm still talking about the goalie, by the way, not the reporter who's telling the story. George talks about a high Wickham drug dealer jailed for nearly five years, brought before the magistrate's court and given another 12 weeks for driving dangerously in a Mercedes again, apparently. Eventually the law caught up with him and now we know what his fate is, says the reporter a little floridly, if that's a word. Tom talks about a man with a flick knife who meant to hand himself into Swindon Police Station, spending the night in an Oxfordshire cell after he fell asleep on the bus and missed his stop. 
another poorly edited musical sting, and we're into a preview of three murder trials in Reading. A couple of big no-nos in the scripting here. Someone tragically died, and a member of the public found them. Later, there's a distressing account of the injuries of a baby. The third story is frankly impenetrable, about a gangland-style killing. One of his colleagues rather clumsily asks, how do you find it? Does it affect you covering a large amount of murder or the death of a child? It's hard to write about or listen to in court, but whatever we as journalists go through, it's a thousand times worse for the families, is the no shiz Sherlock reply. But we're there to show justice is being done, is the needlessly pious answer. So many times on Pod Roast, I listen to stuff that seems to say it's a doddle, this podcasting lark. It's just some people talking about what they know about. Throw in some arbitrary theme music, script some unnatural sounding ins and outs, stitch it together with below basic understanding of recording and editing technique, and throw it up on the air. For hobbyists, all well and good. They'll learn. But NewsQuest is part of an international news supplier with over 120 local news brands and 39 million digital users every month. If I wanted to branch out into a new medium, maybe make a newspaper about podcasting, I might ask someone who knows what they're doing about the style and format and technical requirements rather than just recreate my vague impressions of the last time I read one. The offer, too, is bizarre. I used to live in Reading for my sins. Berkshire is such an odd, sprawling, sausage-shaped county, it's hard to give much of a monkey's about what goes on at the other end of it, never mind the spurious adjunct of the Thames Valley. If these were stories that either were innovatively told or gave me background I needed not to become a victim of crime, maybe they'd travel better. Or indeed, if our hosts were grisly crime reporters who'd earned some stripes, they could add experience and context to their beat and could get through a sentence without hesitation. But they're just shining a not very bright light on the tragic minutiae of our times. All small-time drug dealers, eccentrics and murderers. It's like a small-time serial, read by the in-betweeners. Now, I get that the shtick of a thing called Pod Roast is to find lacking podcasts and offer helping hands to make them lack less. But occasionally I see a pod pricey so odd or bewildering I need to go listen and find, if not a gem, then something that adds to an understanding I never knew I never had. Which is what led me to the Thanksgiving edition of the Internet of Things podcast. It's hosted by Stacey Higginbottom, who has a nice way about her, even if she calls me everyone, and starts her show with an interminable program rundown and we all know program rundowns are for rundown programs most of the show is aimed at specialists in the internet of things area largely this is dweebs talking about tile clever keekso and other missing letter brand names coding and ipo filings yada 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 but buried at the end something not about smart cars but smart cows Stefan Scherer is a cheery Austrian from the brilliantly named Smaxtech, a firm that puts sensors inside Ermintrude, who swallows them, in case you were wondering. They go in the front way, not the back way. 
They then enable farmers to monitor data to get the best milk, stuff like temperature, motion, acidity inside the animal. I learned today a cow's stomach has the capacity of an average bathtub. A cow is actively milked for 36 months, and the battery of the medical-grade plastic sensor inside her has the battery life to send out a signal for five years or so, which makes me wonder how they can do that with the inside of a cow when my iPhone barely makes a day without getting plugged in. Also, in a world obsessed with global warming, the smart cow can be monitored for methane release and how it correlates with what it's fed, energy conversion, milk production, etc. The mind blower is that big data and artificial intelligence when you're inside millions of cows could help save the planet. Reducing disease, saving waste milk and minimising cow farts. Not a bad day's work. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed this week with the Thames Valley Court and Crime podcast from NewsQuest and the Internet of Things from Stacey on IoT. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. 